This is the Friday, January 14th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We'll set you up in 10 minutes with everything you need to know heading into this weekend's slate of games. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Anita Marks and Mike Clay with you each and every Friday here uh, with the podcast. And we always look back before we look forward. And last week, not bad, we went 18 and 12, Mike. So Mm -hmm. um, on the season, we're 230 out of 401. So we're just hovering around that 57%. But again, you know, that's, you know, that at least we're helping people win money with our prop bets <laughs> each and every week at 50, 57%. That's pretty good. Yeah, that'll do. We're, we're nothing if not consistent this year. I'd say that. That's for sure. That's for sure. All right. It is wild card weekend. You've got a great column that is out. So uh, let's promote that as well. And, uh, and obviously a number of the prop bets that you're going to share with us in the next 10 to 15 minutes are from that column. I know there is a plethora more in that column. So um, we'll be sure to let folks know where they could read that as well. But let's start. We've got two games on Saturday. The first one, as we know, the Bengals uh, going up against the Raiders. So here are my prop bets. I love Joe Mixon. I think he's going to be a big part of the game plan. So I got Mixon over three and a half receptions. He's been utilized in the passing game. Anytime touchdown, uh, the Raiders have given up a ton of touchdowns to opposing running backs this season. And also Mixon over 99 and a half rushing and receiving yards combined. Uh, Also in regard to Derek Carr, one to three inches of snow expected, uh, not the cozy confines of what he normally plays in out there in Sin City. So I'm going under 249 and a half passing yards for Derek Carr. What are your plays in this matchup? Yeah, so I have quite a few actually for this one. This was the game that came out first, essentially. The the props for this game came out before all the other games. So I jumped on a bunch of them and you could find them, as you mentioned in my my playbook column, you can find it in the fantasy and chalk sections at ESPN plus a full rundown, over 20 props in there, projections for all the key categories. So if you want to, you know, do your own props, not listen to us. Um, the projections are there if you want to use them as a guide. But uh, you know what? I, I Again, I have quite a few here. My favorite is probably Josh Jacobs under 16 and a half carries. Look, he's been under 17 and 80% of his games this season. And that includes every single game that he has played that the Raiders have lost. And of course, they're road underdogs against a good Bengals team uh, this week. So, um, you know, the Bengals don't face a lot of running back carries. Teams have to throw against them a lot. And check this out. If we exclude last week, right, they played all their backups in week 18. The last time a running back had 17 carries against them was week four. So that's 12 straight games. I don't think Josh Jacobs is going to break this, barring the Raiders surprising and leading throughout. So again, that's my favorite, but I have quite a few, including some IDP from this one. You know, also keep in mind, he is dealing with a, a rib injury as well. So, um, you know, that's, 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 and it's, it's definitely been hampering him as well. Um, the second game on Saturday night, as we know, is the Patriots and Orchard Park against the Buffalo Bills. A lot of these plays, Mike, are because of the weather conditions. I know no 40 mile per hour winds, but keep in mind, this is a late game at kickoff. It's supposed to be zero. It's supposed to, it's going to feel like negative five, but as the night progresses, we know it's going to get colder, could feel negative 10, negative 15 by the fourth quarter. And uh, one thing I do know from experience, uh, it's really hard to throw the ball. It's really hard to catch the ball. 
And when you try to tackle somebody, no bueno, it hurts. So with that being said, um, I think the team with the better rushing attack is going to have the advantage here, especially in the second half. I like Damian Harris over 14 and a half rushing attempts. I like Harris anytime touchdown. Get that at plus 120. Um, also, uh, keeping with the uh, the Patriots, it's it's evident the chemistry between Mac Jones and, uh, and, and Myers, Jacoby Myers. I got Myers over four and a half receptions, over 46 and a half receiving yards. And I'm going under for Josh Allen. I think these numbers are pretty high considering the weather conditions and, uh, and, and the style of defense, pass defense that we see the Patriots play. So I'm going under 239 and a half passing yards for, uh, for Josh Allen. And I'm even going under in rushing yards at 45 and a half. And here's a real good one as well. This is a sneaky good bet. The Patriots having the most punts in the game, and you can get that at minus 105. The Bills didn't put put once in their last matchup against the Patriots. They went for it on fourth down, and I want to say they 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 converted. I want to say they converted three of five, like a really impressive number. So uh, in the two matchups against the P- Patriots this season, the the Bills have only putted putted punted. Sorry, punted. It Get it right, <laughs> punted once. Um, so I, I just I think this is a sneaky good prop bet. Uh, the Patriots, more punts at one, minus 105. What do you have in this one? Yeah, I actually like that. I do, believe it or not, I do punter projections because we have them in the game. If you play ESPN Fantasy, you can uh, you can use punters. And I do have Bailey, Jake Bailey, of course, with more punts and Matt Hack. So I'm with you on that one, as bizarre it is, as it is. Uh, you don't hear that one very often. Um, yeah, I've, I have uh, a few from this game as well. Um but I'm going, I'm actually, I want to talk about one that you are on the other side of, which is Damian Harris. You have him over 14 and a half carries. Um, you know, keeping an eye on the wind uh, for this one. I mean, I don't, I think if it's not windy, they'll still be throwing the football. So I'm not too worried about conditions for that game right now. Uh, I know it's going to be cold, but they could still throw in the cold. It's just a matter of if it's windy or not. Uh, but I'm actually in the under 14 and a half for Damian Harris. And, you know, here's why he's been under in 60% of his games this year. That includes five of his last six, believe it or not. You know, it's been a lot of touchdowns in there. If you have him in fantasy, you know that. But uh, the carries really have not been there. Now, they have played – the Patriots have played Buffalo twice during that span. The one game he left injured, he had 10 carries in that game where they basically didn't throw it at all. Uh, and then the other and then the other game, he had 18. That was one of the exceptions. So he did have a bunch in that one, and that was actually a loss. So that one made me a little nervous, but um, – you know, you needed a historically run first approach in those two games to get him over the mark once. And he's still, even in a fairly balanced offense, has usually been under. So uh, that combined with Ramondre Stevenson and Brandon Bolden, not to mention that I think they're going to trail in this game. And if the Bills are up throughout and they're going to be forced to throw the football, I think it's going to be hard for him to get to 15. I think it's just too high. So uh, I'm going to lean under. Okay. What are, what are some of the other, you have, you said you have another, Bet in this game, uh, prop bet in this game, or no? Yeah, um, yeah, I have a couple in the column. Uh, you know, Devin Singletary and Josh Allen. I'm looking at. I actually have Josh Allen over one and a half passing touchdowns. You're getting that at minus one ten, pretty standard fidge there. So keep an eye on that. Again, keep an eye on the conditions leading up to the game. But if you can get that line, I still think it's pretty good. All right. Um, then on Sunday we've got three games. I can't wait for this weekend, and we got a Monday night game, Mike. I mm-hmm. can't believe. Anyway, so uh, so one o'clock. You've got the Eagles going up against. Uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks weather conditions, no bueno again. Now, torrential downpour, winds somewhere around 20, 25 miles an hour, gusts up to 35 to 40. 
So again, I'm leaning on the rushing attack here. So I'm all over Fournette. I think Fournette's going to have over 14 and a half rushing attempts. Anytime touchdown for Fournette as well. Uh, Jones is doubtful. So don't think that he's going to suit up and play. Gronk has just been a beast. As we know, no Antonio Brown, no Godwin. Grayson is out now. So I think Gronk is going to be heavily targeted over 56 and a half receiving yards. Um, but quarterback wise, I'm going Brady under 284 and a half passing and rushing yards. Dude doesn't rush. And actually it plays to my favor because if the Bucks win, like everybody thinks they are, he's probably going to take a few knees at the end of the game. And we know that's negative um, when it comes to anything Tom Brady, right? But Hurts, no interception as well that you can get it plus 110. I think the, I think the Eagles are going to run the ball a lot, especially because of the weather conditions. What do you have in this matchup? Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, the weather is definitely a variable, uh, and you have to think about that. Now, I wrote up Tom Brady over – Passing yards, um, I, it's 281. and Well, it was 281 and a half. It might have gone up a little bit, um, but it's a line to keep no, an it's, eye it's on. Two, no, it is. It's, it's two. The passing is 281. Yeah, right. The so, passing and rushing is 284 and a half. Yeah. So, yeah, again, so, it could play in your favor, Mike, if, if, of course, again, we know he likes to stay in the game and he takes the knees mm-hmm. at the end of the game. Yep. So it, that can play in your favor in regard to this profit. Right, right. I, I totally hear you. And you know, generally I'm not going to go over on a passing yardage prop for a team that's an eight and a half point favorite, but for Tom Brady, I mean, this is the pass heaviest offense in the NFL and he, he throws it even in wins. I mean, he's gotten here, he's gotten to this line in 62% of their 13 wins this season. So not worried about volume. He threw for 297 against them in the first meeting. These teams remember played earlier in the season. So uh, this is a guy that's just a high volume player, number one in pretty much every quarterback category this season. So uh, again, if the weather cools off a little bit, I do like the over there, but how about this one? How about some IDP? Take a look at the Eagles linebackers. I've been living on them the past month or so. They play 80 plus percent of the snaps, 90 plus percent of the snaps some weeks, and you can get TJ Edwards over nine and a half combined tackles at plus money. You can get Alex Singleton over seven and a half at minus 140. Um, But, you know, like a guy like Singleton, just for example, you know, he's played more than 60% of the snaps in 12 games this season. He's gotten to seven tackles in every game. He's gotten eight and 11 of 12, you know, and, and again, he's always, he's out there for 80 plus percent of the snaps the past two months. So he should be able to get to that mark. And Edwards is his money. I mean, he's uh, played at least 92% of the snaps in eight straight. And from eight, uh, week eight on, he has reached 10 combined tackles in two thirds of his game. So again, you're getting that a plus money. He does it well over half the time. So I love those Eagles linebacker props. Sunday afternoon, you got the 49ers going up against uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Folks might not be aware of this, but the 49ers offense has been the second most productive offense in the NFL behind Kansas City the last 10 weeks. They're number one in red zone conversion rate. And you got a, a Dallas Cowboys defense that plays cover three about 40% of the time. And uh, believe it or not, Jimmy Garoppolo, number one quarterback. Uh, completion percentage against cover three defenses. So I'm all over the 49ers. It's actually my favorite play this week, Mike. So I'm going Jimmy Garoppolo over 252 and a half passing yards. He's going to be targeting um, Debo Samuel over four and a half receptions. I got Debo Samuel to score anytime at minus 135. Also love the way that they're going to utilize uh, Mitchell. He's just been an absolute beast back there. I've got over 90 and a half rushing and receiving yards because he has been a part of the passing attack as of late and uh, you got to get him going. And that helps with, with uh, play action for Jimmy Garoppolo as well. 
On the Dallas Cowboys side, I'm going under 51 and a half rushing yards for uh, for Ezekiel Elliott. The 49ers are quite good against the run, and I'm going over 35 and a half receiving yards for Cedric Wilson. Of course, with Gallup out, and who knows what's going to happen now? You heard Amari Cooper got fined for you know going to that Mavs game. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I just, I think Wilson really showed what he could do last week, and I think he's going to be targeted somewhat uh, this coming Sunday. What do you have in this matchup? Yeah, I like uh, Debo Samuel over 28 and a half rushing yards. I'm surprised the line is that low. You look at uh, his last eight games, he has at least five carries in all eight. He's averaging 42.3 yards per game and has been over this line in seven of those eight games. So, uh, you know, we're, I'm getting this at one minus 120. If you could pull that off here against Dallas, I, I would go for it. They're actually mid-pack. Cowboys defense has been really good, but mid-pack against running backs. And they've actually allowed the second most rushing yards to wide receivers this season, which again, small sample there, but you know, we've seen Tyree kill rip off a long run against him. Greg Dortch recently had a 24 yarder against them. So uh, D- we know Debo's used creatively. He should get five, six, seven carries in this game and uh, it won't be hard for him to get to 29 yards. Uh, the late game on Sunday is Kansas city and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've got two prop bets here that I like Mahomes over two and a half passing touchdowns. Heck he, Passed, he had three touchdowns the last time they played each other, and Kelsey was inactive. Tyree Kill was a shell of himself. Clyde Edwards Alaire injured his shoulder in the second half. So I, I like I, I do believe that Mahomes can toss three touchdown passes against uh against the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday night. And I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are gonna be playing from behind. So I got Deontay Johnson over six and a half receptions. As we both know, Mike, he's a target monster. So over six and a half, I think he can do, especially again, I, I think the Steelers are going to be playing from behind the majority of the game. Yeah, uh, I, I hear you for sure. Um, I'm actually going with a little bit of a one that might seem controversial here because in terms of passing yards for Patrick Mahomes, 278 and a half probably seems low, right? Like, you know, and, and I think maybe it's inflated even a little bit because of the perception of Patrick Mahomes as good as he is, but Believe it or not, he has been under 280 in seven under this line, actually, in 71% of his games this season. Under 279 in 71% of his games. One of those was actually against Pittsburgh just recently in week 16. He had 258. And you know, his again, his lines are a little high all season long. I mean, this is the second pass heaviest offense in the NFL aside of Tampa Bay. And yet he has gone under his, his uh, props in 12 of 17 games this year, right? So he consistently is under, under, under in this category. He's been under quite a bit as of late, three straight games. And Pittsburgh is, I mean, they've had their occasional duds, but they haven't allowed more than 278 yards in a game through the year since week 11. You know, they've allowed, allowed the 11th fewest passing yards. So, um, you know, I, I just think this line is too high, even for a guy like Mahomes who out of nowhere could throw for 420. We know that, but. Um, based on what we've seen this season, this line's too high. Last but not least, Monday night. I can't believe it. We got the Rams going up against uh, the Cardinals. And unfortunately, that Cardinals defense has just been god-awful the last five five games. Uh, so I- I'm, I'm all over the overs here. No surprise, right, uh, with the Rams. Matthew Stafford, over 276 and a half passing yards. We know they love to pass the ball. Cooper Cup over 105 and a half receiving yards. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals, you know this better than I, Mike, because each and every week you've got that wide receiver cornerback matchup. You know the Cardinals, one of the worst defenses against slot wide receivers, and that's where Cup plays majority of the time. Odell Beckham Jr., anytime touchdown. He didn't get it last week, but again, we see it's not just targeting him in the red zone. 
McVay targets him in the end zone. So I do believe he gets back into the touchdown column again. You get that at plus 140 for him to score any time on the, on the uh, Arizona Cardinals side with no Hopkins and he's not expected to play on Monday. Ertz has been averaging 11 targets a game, Mike. So I'm going over five and a half receptions for Ertz and uh, Murray over 38 and a half rushing yards. Again, without Hopkins in this offense, they've been sputtering and Murray's been having to rush with the ball. So I'm going over rushing yards for Murray. What do you got? Yeah, I'll stick with Murray here. I actually like over passing yards for him, over 255 and a half. He's gotten to this mark in 64% of his games this season, including three of their five losses. Of course, the Cardinals four-point road underdogs here against his Rams defense. Um, these teams have played twice this season. Murray threw for 268, well above this line in week four, and threw for 383 just recently when they played in week 14. He's been really good against zone-heavy schemes this season, which is, of course, a staple of uh, of this Rams defense. And the Rams, by the way, again, the perception is very good defense. So they are. There's a lot of talent on that side of the ball, but they're thrown on a lot, right? They faced the sixth most pass attempts this season, and they've allowed the ninth most yards. Ten of their 17 opponents have thrown for 256 against them. So why not Kyler Murray, who's already done it twice against them this season? So, again, I think this line, 255 and a half, just too low. Um, before we end the podcast again, want you to let the folks know, I know you've got a plethora of other prop bets as well in your column. Where can they find it? Yeah, I, I do. It's over at ESPN plus. So if you're, if you play fantasy and you read the fantasy football playbook that I do at E plus during the uh, regular season, we've just kind of updated it and changed it to apply to props for the postseason. So there's projected scores for the games, projected player props for all the key players and all the categories, including ones. We did not talk about here. And then uh, 20 plus props that I like from the six games. I'll be doing that throughout the playoffs. There's uh, all kinds of fun tidbits in there. And actually you mentioned the wide receiver cornerback uh, column that I do. The cheat sheet for that is there as well. So it's kind of all packed into one place for your, uh, your entertainment and your betting needs. Fantastic. Great stuff as always, Mike. Uh, love doing this podcast with you, everybody. We thank you so much. We'll be with you throughout the postseason, helping you, win some money on prop bets as well throughout the weekend. So uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Do us a favor. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow if you're enjoying the podcast. It helps us out tremendously. Again, good luck in Wild Card Weekend, and we'll talk to you next week.